What's up, Dunwoody? Uh, welcome back to the podcast. It's all about Dunwoody, Georgia. My name is Matt Weber. Her name is Haya. And uh, the show is brought to you by Village Orthodontics, who is the best orthodontist in town in Dunwoody. Um, I know that you know him, too. So, uh, so Haya, you are somebody that I've just seen around the community a lot. or not in person, but I've seen you on social media, I guess, which is where people see each other these days. And, um, you, you know, you're part of that community group and you seem like you're doing a lot of good around the community. And so I thought I'd have you on today. I know a little bit, I've got a little, some, some notes, but, um, I know a little bit about what you guys do, but tell me about where, how you ended up in Dunwoody, where Mitzvah House came from and just start at the beginning. Hi. I may stop you. <laughs> yeah, that's a good Hi. call, by the way. Hi, I'm Kaya. Um, <laughs> thanks for having me on, Matt. I really appreciate it. And a big shout out to your Dunwoody Community Community Forum Facebook group, because A, it's one of my favorite Facebook groups. It's very entertaining. Um, the people good. at Dunwoody really bring the comic factor. And um, it's just a great way to share about our events and stuff. And I really appreciate that resource. So thank you. Um, yeah. Uh, we ended up in Dunwoody. We lived in the Virginia Highland area and we ended up in Dunwoody kind of by mistake. We um, were looking for another community that we would be able to get a house in. And we found the beautiful Dunwoody Brook Run. There's a Jewish community here that's fantastic. We um, are able to walk to synagogue. We go to Ariel and we just really feel like we hit the jackpot. Dunwoody is like that perfect location to every other place in Atlanta, yeah. right? If it's a little over 20 minutes and I'm like, Ooh, that's far from Dunwoody, right? Like everything's that perfect 20 minute <laughs> sweet spot. Um, and so it's really been an absolute blessing. A lot of divine providence, actually, we were looking for a place for a while and we didn't consider Dunwoody at all. And it just, all the things worked out like, the angels were singing as we entered Dunwoody and this was our place. Uh, we had somebody connect us to somebody who was selling a house and we bought this beautiful place that we live in. And honestly, it just worked out perfectly. Mitzvah house happened very organically. My husband and myself um, were always involved in the nonprofit sector. We took a short break to open up the store. It was then Dapper B. It's now Weeby Baby in Shambly. So if you are on Shambly Dunwoody Road, okay. there's a cute baby store. So we took a short break to be in the, the for-profit sector. We quickly realized that wasn't for us because when people would walk in and they just had a baby, obviously we were selling baby um, products. And when they would walk in and they just had a baby, I was like, here's a gift. I'm so happy for you. And my husband's like, Kaya, I think that this is just not it. This is not us. This is not a us thing. Um, so we were always when we got married my husband was doing an internship at Yale University we then did like a non-profit gig in New Zealand and Australia we were traveling around in an RV visiting Jewish people trying to bring some Jewish identity and experiences we were in Cartagena Colombia we were in Greece and in Israel and in Petaluma California we were in a lot of places doing non-profits like gigs and we ended up in Atlanta for another and Hawaii I, and saw, Hawaii. I saw Hawaii we were in that's the one that stuck out. <laughs> you me. like that one. Well, Hawaii's beautiful. Um, oh, yeah. We were there doing some sort of like a little bit of a farming gig. So it was a little different, but that was also fantastic. Yeah. Um, I've asked, I think, in the group a few times about like having goats and chickens and in Dunwoody because I do have that side to me that's dreaming of milk cows. Um, but <laughs> we, um, we were in a lot of places like that. We came to Atlanta to do another short-term nonprofit gig, and we realized that we ended up in paradise, and here we still are. Um, I mentioned the 20-minute yeah. sweet spot, but we 
also appreciate that Atlanta is that like really convenient location to drive to places, right? Like you can get to the beach easily, you can get to the mountains mm-hmm. easily, you can get to cute places like New Orleans or even, well, New York's a bit farther, but you could make it there and not, it's not like moving to California, right? So there's that really great yeah. sweet spot. We feel really lucky to be here. Thanks for inviting us to the community, everyone. I was in the middle of saying something. I was saying that uh, Mitzvah House happened organically because we always were kind of involved in the nonprofit sector. We were always like giving out matzah come Pesach. And we were always, it's Hanukkah, let's put up menorahs. And it was a really beautiful thing where we've had people, community rally behind us and kind of join our things and support us until eventually we were like, oh, maybe this will grow faster if we kind of like put a name on it. And so that's how Mitzvah House happened. Um, We want people to do more good deeds. Ultimately, we'd like to put ourselves out of business. Um, we want the world to be so fantastic and everybody to taking, be taking every opportunity to do good that there is no need for an organization to prompt people to do more good. Right. I like the way that you phrased it. It was, um, uh, they say you have to be crazy. They think you can change the world. So get crazy with us. And then, I mean, you just like all the stuff on the website. I thought was oh, pretty thanks. Cool. I didn't, I was wondering where you saw about us. I That's- guess you went on our website. Um, Shout out. I yeah, designed it. I, I feel really proud because I didn't know I had graphic design really? within me, but I designed it. So I appreciate that you said that it looks really cool. Thank you. Yeah, I, I like a lot of stuff on it. And then so so mitzvah is a good deed, right? Is that the, the terminology? So mitzvah does like if for its practical purposes, it means a good deed. But the actual translation okay. of meaning the the common use of the word mitzvah means to do a good deed. Like you did a mitzvah when somebody when when you did something nice, like, oh, you did a mitzvah for me. Right. So the the concept, the word mitzvah is from a different concept, though. The root word in Hebrew, there's like root words of, a, of each word. And the word mitzvah comes from mm-hmm. a word that means to connect. So mitzvah really comes from the concept that when you do a good deed, you are connecting with God. You're strengthening the rope between you and God because his whole purpose of wanting this beautiful world was not that it should be a jungle, but to make it into a garden that it should be well tended to. And we're those gardeners. And when we make this world like a tad bit more civilized and good and bright and beautiful, then we're inviting God a little bit more into the world. So we're connecting him literally into our life. We're bringing him down here. I feel like I'm going to get flack. Bringing him or her into this world. <laughs> We're bringing God into this Nobody's world. <laughs> yeah. So, so what do you guys do? Like, how do you? What, what are these good deeds? Um, Just give me some examples. So, for on a day to day basis, it looks like a lot of um, Jewish identity stuff, but it's really a lots of any good deed. So what I mean is, is that on a day-to-day basis, we have, let's say, a second Saturday for bringing. Um, there's a concept that people say they come just for Kiddush, JFK. So that means that they don't go to services part, they come just for the Kiddush. So we, just for the meal afterwards. Yeah. Um, so we made a program second Saturdays where we have just, there's no services, it's just the, the for bringing the food part and like sit around and sit with community. Yeah. Um, that's been really powerful right now post October 7th, because I find that there is tremendous, like, just comfort that comes from sitting around and connecting with others. And so that's really been a beautiful program. Um, We do holiday programming over Hanukkah, we had like six or seven programs. We visit a lot of uh, assisted living facilities and bring things there and do classes, um, classes, Torah classes. Yeah, it seems like it's a lot of teaching too. Um, Yes, and a lot of connecting. I think it's a lot of networking. a lot of okay. a lot of just connecting with others. It's a lot of door to door. We did, let's say, a Shabbat gift package that we gave out. Um, that one we did in partnership with the Dunwoody Minion, where we gave out 240 Shabbat packages in honor of Rose Lubin and those who 
um, were at that point, it was 240. Now it's, I think, 140, somewhere around there. People who, I should know the number off the top of my head, but it's hard to it's hard to think about very often, but um, we did 240 packages for those who were being held hostage and we gave them to different houses around the area with volunteers, a lot of volunteer work. Um, we're working on a project um, called a big kitchen where people would come volunteer and cook once a month and give out Shabbat packages to somebody who you can nominate, maybe someone who's had a baby or going through like medical treatment. So volunteer work. And then we also have a project that we love and are obsessed with. It's an ARC project. We at the, at the uh, July 4th parade, we gave out thousands of them. There are these little yellow boats. And ARC stands for yeah, Acts of Random Kindness or Acts of Routine Kindness. And it's about creating a culture of giving. So you have one of these little yellow boats. And whenever you see it, you remind yourself, oh, I should put in a penny, a nickel, a dollar, whatever. And when it's full, you give it to whatever charity mm -hmm. you want. And that kind of just changes the focus of me-centered and what I need to do about my day to like what I can do for others, what I can give. Um, so these are just things we right. do um, amongst other things. Yeah. And thank you for participating in our parade. That Those little boats were, that was a big deal. Uh, my, my son, that was one of the things that he mentioned. Everyone, so, I think a lot yeah, of people who got uh, it during the parade, there was like a lot less time to like kind of explain what they're getting. So I think a lot of people thought it might have been like, yeah, well, it was also <laughs> pouring down rain on you. Uh, yes. Yeah. I think some people thought it was like a bath toy, which is fine. You know, that's also cool. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to put coins in. And that parade was, I actually had a moment where it was really powerful for me that we were at the end of the parade. So we were standing when it was pouring rain in the shopping center there with, I guess it was maybe Dunwoody okay. High School band. I don't know which band it was, but one of the bands and they were playing. Music. So you got soaking wet and then you yes. walked. And it was pouring like crazy. And the band was playing music and a few of us were dancing and some people looked stressed, but like a lot of people were dancing to the music. And I thought it was a really yeah. powerful message that like sometimes we try to choose the cheap seats right we want to be the ones who came to watch the game we don't want to be part of the game because mm -hmm. the people who are playing the game when the game gets sucky they they just could leave the people who are watching the game they can just leave like what i paid 30 dollars for my ticket like i'm out yeah. like you guys don't know how to throw a ball right or like when you're running the when you're watching the parade you can just be like like i'm out this is not for me like you should have thought about this beforehand. Why didn't you cancel? And everybody has their like advice, their cheap seat <laughs> advice. But if you're one of the big players, either yeah. you're playing the game or you're sponsoring the game or you're in the parade, you're not going anywhere. And then you could choose to dance in the rain and yeah. live it. And you're there through the thick and the thin. And it was a really powerful message that like everybody likes when the stuff goes easy and you win the game. But like when it's real life, like it's about really sticking it out and doing the good things and keep trucking, even when it's really hard. And it's a beautiful thing that you do. That parade is fantastic. It gathers so many people yeah. and it must've been stressful. It's raining and being able to just keep going is fantastic. It's powerful. It was very stressful. And we, you know, like as we were starting the parade is when it started raining and we were like, Oh no, this is, What's happening? Uh, like, and, you know, I was worried about like the people that were marching. Nobody left. I was worried about like the sponsors. They were all super happy at the end. Um, and the the coolest part to me was that during the parade, I mean, I was like halfway through and I was almost in tears. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is such a disaster. And then I got up to the front and um, the two um, the heads of the parade, the, the two guys from uh, Dunwee High School, Coach Bass and uh, Fortenberry were both like partying like going everywhere, slapping hands with the crowd and stuff. And then I kind of looked around. I was like, nobody's really left. 
Like, this is so cool that, I mean, it was young kids, like, with their shoes off, dancing in the puddles and stuff. And then there was old people that had just given up on having the umbrella and just put it down and were, like, sitting there soaking wet, cheering for everybody. It was, I thought it was really cool. It was, it was very, it was, a you know, maybe the most meaningful Dunwoody moment that I've been around. I, I thought it was really, really cool. So I'm glad. Yeah. Well, thanks for having us. Um, it was, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was really fun. So, um, all right. Well, I, I saw that you, uh, the menorah lights in the village and in the group that you're the one that keeps going back and fixing those lights <laughs> and stuff like that. All the, all the great stuff in the community that you're doing, we appreciate. Um, uh, how, how can people get in touch with you? Um, so we, I, I, I run our Instagram and oh, wow. if you give us a follow that brings me like an excessive amount of joy, more joy than it should. I need to delete Instagram, right? Because this is a little bit like I should go on a run if I need some joy. But if you do like our account, it definitely brings me a lot of joy because it gets the word out when you share our events. That also does um, Facebook, Instagram, our website and by doing more good deeds, honestly, like you could reach out to us through those platforms. But when you do, when you call your mother, when you reach out to a friend that you haven't spoken to in a while, all those things really just kind of have that effect on the, we're in 2023. We know that our actions are really powerful, right? Like we've seen, I think back in the day, they couldn't imagine how their things that they did in their little lives would like affect the whole world. But now we know that like little things people wish weren't on camera, but they're like shown to the whole world, right? Like, our, our deeds really do make a yeah. difference. And I think that that's a really powerful thing that you can do by adding more good. You're getting us closer to a time when there is just good. So that's a great way to get in touch with us about them was menorah. I saw the conversations. People are like, Oh, it's not lit. And I'm like, what's going on? So I'm like, what's happening with our menorah. And I, I'm wondering if people just didn't realize that it was like the second or third night. And that's why only three were lit. And they were like, Oh, but it's odd ones. Well, because yeah. the middle one is the Shamish. <laughs> that one's lit from the first night because we went and I was like, it's, it's lit. I mean, except one night it shorted Friday night. It did short. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got a nice education in the process, right? Oh, I'm sorry. I bailed out. <laughs> That's okay. I'm okay. Worth it. Um, yeah. So I think that there was definitely that. Wow. And um, I'm laughing because Dunwoody's a, a small, beautiful community and it's been lit up by like lots of menorahs and there's so much good. I really feel like um, we were discussing before this recorded part, how it feels like Dunwoody is definitely like a Mecca in Atlanta of Judaism, right? Like, you can, there are mm -hmm. so many opportunities to join in Jewish activities and to get involved, to learn. I feel like I've spoken to so many people that were never exposed to any Jewish culture and now they live in Dunwoody and they're like, I know all the things. This is so cool. So there's definitely, there's definitely yeah. that factor of living in Dunwoody. And I laugh that if I sneeze, somebody's going to say Gesundheit, which means like bless you in Yiddish, right? Like if I sneeze too loud by my porch, like there will be four neighbors who will all be like Gesundheit. So like, you know, there's yeah. that. The neighborhood is watching in that case. The Thai community. It's like a small, small town in like exactly. a big city. I, I, I love yeah. Dunwoody. So we really feel well, appreciative cool. well, that we found this community and that we've met so many wonderful people here um, and that we were able to build this organization um, in this spot. So thanks for hosting our spot here. Yeah. Uh, thanks for all the good that you do in the community. And thanks for coming on the show. Uh, your husband saw me. You guys do some good work. And so we appreciate it. And um, yeah, tell me if I can ever Yay, help with thank anything. Thank you. I'll reach out. <laughs>